Psychedelic Spurs and Love My Way. You're with Julian on the Brownlow and my conspiracy theory about QAnon, which you may have noticed on Facebook is everywhere now. And over the last month, it's reached epidemic proportions. I'm sure we've all got previously really intelligent friends that have fallen down this rabbit hole of YouTube conspiracy videos, Facebook pages, and highly dubious information that has turned them into Scientologists, they're cult people now, even the most, I've got several really intelligent friends that are now posting these, spamming these ridiculous things. Um, I'll tell you what, I, I, let, I don't really comment on them because you cannot reach them, they are like a cult. But the one thing I won't accept is being told to wake up. I saw through mainstream media when I delivered a paper round when I was 13 years old. I promoted genuine alternative media stories and sources and consumed those on, on this show for 15 years. And for over 20 years, I've been promoting alternative news media. Don't tell me to wake up because you fell down a Facebook page two months ago or you've watched some right-wing conspiracy video. Don't tell me to wake up. It really pisses me off. Um, a bit of background here, QAnon um, are a, a right-wing conspiracy theory alleging that a cabal of Satan-worshipping paedophiles is running a global child sex trafficking ring plotted against Donald Trump who's battling them. Uh, no part of the theory is based on fact. The theory began with an October 2017 post on the anonymous image board 4chan by someone called Q, who presumably was an American individual, uh, Q claimed to have access to classified info involving the Trump administration and its opponents. Uh, NBC found three people took the original Q post and expanded it across media platforms. Ironically, the original post was that he had information that Hillary Clinton was about to be arrested. Didn't happen, did it? Um, Q accused liberal Hollywood actors and Democratic politicians, high-ranking officials, of being part of this secret sex cabal. Q also claimed that Trump feigned collusion with Russia to enlist Robert Mueller to join him in exposing the ring. Uh, Q adherents began appearing at Trump's re-election campaign rallies in August 2018. Uh, TV and radio personality Michael LeBron, a promoter of the theory, was granted a photo op with Trump in the Oval Office, and Trump has amplified QAnon messaging at least 216 tweets mentioning them. Um, into 2020, the number of QAnon adherents was unclear, but they had a large presence on social media, particularly Twitter and Facebook. A lot of their accounts are being taken down. Um, just to give a background, again, reading experts have classified QAnon's appeal as similar to religious cults, according to an expert in online conspiracy, René Darista, QAnon's pattern of enticement similar to that of cults in the pre-internet area as the targeted person was led deeper and deeper into the group's secrets they became more and more isolated from friends and family outside of the cult in the internet age QAnon virtual communities have little real world connection with each other but online can number tens of thousands Rachel Bernstein an expert on cults who specializes in recovery therapy said what a movement such as QAnon is going for it and why it will catch on like wildfire is it makes people feel connected to something important and that other people don't yet know about. All cults will provide this feeling of being special. There's no self-correction process within the group since the self-reinforcing true believers are immune to correction, fact-checking or counter-speech which is drowned out by the cult's groupthink. 
QAnon's cultish quality has led some to characterise it as a possible emerging religious movement. Part of its appeal is its game-like quality where followers attempt to solve riddles presented by Q-drops by connecting them to Trump. From his speeches, people in the QAnon community often talk about alienation from friends and family, though they typically talk about how Q frayed their relationships on private Facebook groups, but they think these issues are temporary and the fault is the other people. They often comfort themselves by imagining there will be a moment of vindication somewhere in the near future which will prove them right. Now, my conspiracy theory, uh, what, why is it caught on particularly at the moment? Well, 2010's battered coronavirus economy um, has spread worldwide anxiety and uncertainty. Um, child trafficking, central to QAnon, has seen greater visibility with Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, has been a massive thing because he's a high-up elite connected with people like Donald Trump, ironically, was his best friend for 20 years. Um, but they don't worry about that. Um, Bill Clinton, the Clintons are their favourite target. Um, and, of course, coronavirus has led to government control theories, and that's a new favourite of QAnon. But this is the basis of my conspiracy theory. Um, a lot of people don't know what happened with Cambridge Analytica, the UK firm, that helped with Brexit and helped Trump get elected. All they know is that the Facebook and Cambridge Analytica did something illegal and Cambridge Analytica ended up being folded up. Or maybe you don't even know that. They think that this was about Facebook likes, about posts on Facebook. You have, If you think that, you've got no idea what Cambridge Analytica were. They're a political consulting firm um, that combine misappropriation of digital assets, data mining, data brokerage, analysis, strategic communication during elections. Now, Cambridge Analytica was started in 2013. Watch the, the documentary The Great Hack for all of this info. Um, they were an offshoot of SCL Group, Strategic Communications Laboratories. Now, these were a defence contractor for 30 years. And they were set up in England, SCL Group, and basically the staff from Cambridge Analytica were staff from SCL Group that formed a new division within SCL Group. Um, they expanded into military and political arenas and were known for involvement in military disinformation campaigns all the way up to social media branding. Now, these were the people that the American and British military sent into Iraq after the invasion to modify the behavior of the general public they are geniuses what they specialize in is manipulating large groups of people so they were sent in after the invasion of iraq to try and quell extremism and they use multiple methods to do this and i'm about to go through one and i hope you can see how i'm get what i'm getting at with this conspiracy theory here um, and I'm not just talking about specifically Cambridge Analytica or SCL Group, but just remember that they are a PSYOPs firm working for 30 years with the British and American military designed with all this tech that they've come up with themselves that's brilliant to actually modify the behaviour of large groups of the public and to be used in wartime to stop people becoming extremists after their country's been invaded. Um, but according to SCL Group, uh, their website said they'd influenced elections, public elections in Italy, Latvia, Ukraine, Albania, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya, Mauritius, India, Indonesia, the Philippines, 
Thailand, Taiwan, Colombia, Antigua, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, St. Kitts and Nevis and Trinidad and Tobago. Um, they are so much more than someone that harvests Facebook likes. What they did in Trinidad and Tobago is a really, really good example. They set up a group called Do It, Do So in Trinidad and Tobago. In Trinidad and Tobago, you had the Indian side, uh, Indian heritage side, which were very conservative and pro-business, and they knew that they wouldn't change their vote. Then you had the black side, the originally African side, that um, would change their vote if you could get to the malleable voters. So they set up this campaign a couple of years out from the election called Do So. This became a youth group which enticed blacks under the age of 30 to take their business into their own hands and to reject the government doing anything for them. So that when it came round to an election a couple of years down the track, they wouldn't regard who was being in power as being important because they'd become empowered themselves. That is genius, and it worked. The black vote under 30 was massively down, and the Indian vote was perfectly as they expected it to be, so the Indians got in. By empowering the black side of the under 30 vote, who they knew they could affect, they actually swung an election against those people. In America, they targeted three states and 300, they said they had something like 50 data points on every voter in America, but they only targeted 300,000 voters in three swing states and bombarded them in the lead up to the election. And the difference in those three states between Trump being elected president or Hillary was 60,000 votes. That's the arena they work in, marginal areas with marginal groups of people. Now, Cambridge Analytica may not be the people responsible for QAnon, but the people that are responsible for QAnon, I think, must be connected with whoever those kinds of organisations are. It's ridiculous to assume that there aren't any others, or that all of the people from SCL Group and Cambridge Analytica didn't continue in those fields of manipulation. That are so clever and so dangerous, the British government export-controlled the technology and software and methodology that Cambridge Analytica used by, by their own testimony to the British Houses of Parliament because it was deemed weapons of war, export-controlled hardware and software and methodology which was only to be used in wartime, they were using on civilian populations. Now, I believe that there is something behind this QAnon thing because, again, it is originally set up to benefit Trump to get Trump supporters G'd up, and it is targeting people that might be in the margins voting-wise, people that may not be right-wing, but may have fallen victim to these conspiracy theories about coronavirus. The reason I'm thinking this is because it has massively increased in visible online presence in the Murdoch countries, the UK, America, and Australia, two months out from the US election. I don't believe in, conspira I don't believe in conspiracy theories per se, but the idea that there isn't something more behind it, that one of these groups hasn't either utilised the already existing Q phenomenon to their own benefits or was behind the whole thing, I think it's pretty likely that there has been some element. These people are still working. They are still working on Trump's behalf because they did last time. There's nothing to suggest that once they did it successfully previously that they wouldn't be involved this time. It might be a different country to Cambridge Analytica. 
But the same kind of voter manipulation that we saw so effectively in the last election, I think, is behind either the formation of Q or the promotion of Q and the way that it's promoted. And these people are geniuses. I mean, they are seriously geniuses at what they do. I was amazed watching The Great Hack. I had nothing but respect for them. Because what they do is so intelligent and intellectually stunning. But, unfortunately, it's incredibly dangerous. Um, and it can actually modify an election result by targeting very small groups of people. So I think that there is um, a, a much more sinister backing to the Q phenomenon. And it is designed, as before, to target a limited group of voters. American elections are always very, very close. They only work if there is a few percent between each candidate. Otherwise, they don't really have an effect. But if there is, and there is likely to be, as there has been in every US election going back decades, a very small margin between both candidates, like we saw last time, where the number of votes doesn't actually matter compared to the Electoral College, and it may well come down to 300,000 votes in swing states, I do believe that there is something behind this whole Q thing which has the traces of something like Cambridge Analytica guiding it if not even fomenting it in the first place. So that's my theory about QAnon. It's a deliberate, tactical enterprise. Whether it started that way or not, I don't know. It's possible, but I think it is certainly being utilised by the same groups of people and styles of people and methodologies that helped Trump win the last election. And the fact that it's become so prominent with an election 60 days away... Um, I think is is speaking volumes. Uh, that's my theory on Q and on.